He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. And welcome to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. We've got a full studio tonight. We have with us uh, Judge Richard Weinberg. He is our common sense Democrat. We have another common sense Democrat. We have Governor David Patterson. How are you two? I'm great. Happy to be here. And we have a common sense Republican, Ed Cox, who is joining us as well. We got a lot to talk about. And John Katsimatidis will be joining us shortly. But before we get to what we want to talk about amongst ourselves, we we do have some breaking news. WABC and that breaking news coming from John Solomon of justthenews.com intrepid investigative reporter John Solomon. What do you have for us? Well, great to join you guys. There are a lot of breaking news today. So let's start on Capitol Hill. FBI Director Chris Ray got a grilling before the Senate. A judiciary committee today. Uh, the revelations last week that there are whistleblowers saying that multiple instances of political manipulation of investigations. He was forced to confront that today. Uh, here's what he said. I can't talk about specific cases. I'm committed to uh, making the reforms to make sure that all these issues are resolved. And I will tell you this, we are going to aggressively, that's his word, aggressively pursue a Hunter Biden investigation. Can't talk about any more than that. But you have my word. We're going to be aggressive in our pursuit of that. Uh, afterwards, Senator Grassley, the person who divulged the whistleblower allegations a week ago, he came over, had a conversation with me on my podcast, and he said he gave us some news, which is that Chris Ray has already signaled his seriousness. The assistant director of the Washington field office, who was named by those whistleblowers as one of the guys involved in the manipulation, the allegations there, he's been removed from his job, put in another job. He's no longer supervising the FBI office in Washington, Senator Grassley said that's a good first step, a sign that maybe uh, Chris Ray is serious about cleaning up these issues. Uh, so that's what's been going on in the FBI. And uh, by and the way, the, the FBI director, Chris Ray, also said during the Senate hearing, quote, there is a wide array of criminal threats that we encounter down at the border. The transitional yeah. criminal organizations that use diverse and complex methods to traffic drugs, then that cascades over into prison and our street gangs. So... You know, this is John Solomon. I think John Katzmatidis here. I think that the FBI director might have to be independent. You can't depend on politics going on in the White House, which controls the Justice Department, for them not to do their job. And my personal opinion is, my personal opinion is that the FBI director and uh, should stand up and whatever's wrong in our country, whether it's the borders whether it's a problem with Hunter Biden, whether it's a problem with a Republican. I don't care. Republicans or Democrats, I don't care. I just want, I want the country to feel that everybody's getting equal justice. What say you? Yeah. Uh, listen, that's exactly why the FBI director after the Hoover era was given a 10-year, supposed to be independent term. So he would have that independence. President couldn't, presidents couldn't. But he's the under the president. thumb. But if he's under yeah. the thumb of the attorney general, who's under the thumb of the president, which yes. makes it political. It sure does. And you're, so the intent always was to make him independent. The practice has been the FBI director has always been a political football in modern history. I will say something about Chris Ray in the last couple of months. And early on, he parroted the lines that there's nothing wrong with the Russia collusion case. It took a long time for him to come out and recognize his department let America down in the Russia collusion case. In the last few months, he's been doing, just like Lydia pointed out today about him shouting out the border, 
He's given two speeches challenging the president's narrative on China as well. The, the attorney general forced the FBI to close down its program that was uh, capturing, it's called the China Initiative, capturing spies in America. He went out and he's given two speeches criticizing that and warning that China is much more serious than the rhetoric coming out of the White House. Today, you heard him talk about the border. He just moved this guy uh, out of uh, the Washington office. There are some signs he's trying to signal that he's his own man. We'll see it, whether that, how long that lasts and what sort of political affairs still comes to light in the future. It goes back, it goes back to the other problem too. What's going on in uh, uh, in uh, was it Maryland, Delaware, mm-hmm. with the investigation? What's going on with our other friend that uh, was the prosecutor? Right. Yeah. Listen, there are so many cases around the country where the, the criminal justice system is under question. I'll give you a good example today. Uh, San Francisco, its DA was just kicked out by voters too too liberal for even San Francisco. The new guy came in and said, "Hey, there were some plea deals given to bad drug offenders." that are way beyond what the law allows. They were too generous. And I'm revoking 30 plea offers because there was a corrupt intent in these uh, plea deals. That is an extraordinary thing for a prosecutor to undo plea deals that had already been revealed in court. That's a sign that politics was entering into the prosecution level at a very, very significant way. And yesterday, this story broke on Just the News. All right, so Chris Ray is trying to show his independence, but one of the challenges is that, hey, if the rank and file still practice politics, you still have a corrupt FBI. This is an extraordinary story. It was one of the most popular stories on, on the site yesterday. The FBI just put out a new guide to its agents on what things might give you an idea that someone's involved in terrorism. They call them the symbols of terrorism. Here are three of them. Ashley Babbitt, the Second Amendment, and I'm not making this up, the Betsy Ross flag. The FBI considers those three things to be potential symbols or signs that someone is engaged in terrorism. So politics is still somewhere in this law enforcement circle. Uh, and uh, I think you're, you're on, you have your thumb on a really big issue. We haven't stamped it out. It's become too acceptable to be political in law enforcement agencies. Right, John- we, we need the American people to feel confidence that the Justice Department is non-political, And I think that has to be straightened out. Along with, the other thing is, people have to have faith in our balloting system, in our voting system, that it's non-political, state by state, and everything has to be, you know, be above, above, uh, above the table. That's right. I mean, John Solomon, what you just said right there, that... They're saying you. there are three signs of being a, a terrorist, the Betsy Ross flag, if you're a fan of the Second Amendment. And what was the third one? Ashley Babbitt? Ashley Babbitt. The woman so right there, the they're trying to fulfill that narrative that, that yeah. white supremacy is the greatest threat facing our democracy. No doubt about it. And that's what the whistleblowers are saying. Remember, one of the things that the whistleblowers told Jim Jordan's team, separate of Chuck Grassley, is that they were juicing the white supremacist, white uh, national terrorism numbers to make the situation look far worse than many of the cases that counted, according to the whistleblowers, never rose to the uh, definition of domestic terrorism. So the problem isn't just Chris Ray. It's the fact that now inside the FBI, there are multiple players in different leadership positions, more Peter Strzok's, more Lisa Pages, um, uh, that are able to manipulate the system on a daily basis. And if it weren't for the whistleblowers who just came forward, we wouldn't even know this corruption was going on. We're in a real crossroad. I think, John, you, you have it right. This is a critical moment in whether we're going to trust our institutions. Amer- American history, the critical moment in yeah. American history. I'm going to give you one more, and you don't have to answer it, and you can think about it, and we'll talk about it next time, is Dr. Fauci. 
Was mm-hmm. he was he being honest or was he being conned by the Chinese? And that's going to be an interesting <laughs> question. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, you saw uh, just about a week ago, Dr. Burke say we knew all along the virus was uh, the uh, vaccines weren't going to stop the virus's spread. That's amazing when you go back and look at what Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burke said two years ago. And then yesterday at the Senate hearing, multiple witnesses came forward and said, we can prove to you that Dr. Fauci was lying to Congress when he said we weren't doing gain-of-function research on dangerous viruses. Uh, The spotlight is getting much hotter, much brighter, much wider on Dr. Fauci. I think you're right. We're going to learn a lot more this fall. And for all those listeners out there, gain of function is basically when they're kind of juicing up uh, viruses to try to make them more transmissible to humans. And that's exactly what happened with COVID, and it spreads to the worldwide, killing millions of people. So clearly gain of function was happening, and something was done with that COVID-19 virus for it to kill so many people so quickly. Yeah, no, it is a serious up. And President Obama had ordered it stopped. President Trump never ordered it resumed, but somehow Dr. Fauci managed to use the bureaucracy to get it restarted, according to the documents that have been made public. Again, a sign how how powerful bureaucrats are. There is a fourth branch of government. It's the permanent bureaucracy. Dr. Fauci's ability to get gain of function reversed, even though it's been ordered. John, we're way over uh, over time, but I'm going to tell you where part of that bureaucracy came and it hurt everything. When before President Obama left office, and he had the right to do it, I'm sure. He made 2,000 of his friends and personal employees permanent civil yeah. employees yeah. that no future president can get rid of. Thank you so yeah. much, John Solomon, and we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thanks, guys. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.